Hello everyone and welcome to the House of Lotus podcast, a platform dedicated to spiritual research and development. This podcast is meant to throw a little bit of light onto the path of each one of us and hopefully assist each of our listeners to take their own next step. With good intentions and one eye always on our truth, please remain open to what lies ahead. From my heart to yours and from my mind to yours, may our spirit show us the way. On this episode, we shall talk about the different aspects of incarnated consciousness, the personality, the soul and spirit. It is what is usually referred to as body, mind and soul, although this is technically a misnomer. Please take a deep breath, relax and enjoy. In the infinite duration of the absolute beingness, that which is and always will be, immutable, boundless, omnipresent and eternal, comes a time when, according to the cosmic law of necessity to exist, the absolute beingness manifests itself, as it did unaccountable times before. Through the many different processes it goes through, the abstract becomes solid, the immutable becomes ever-changing, the boundless becomes limited in time and space, the immaterial becomes material. These restrictions, though, only characterize the manifestation of the Absolute, not the Absolute itself, which forever remains Absolute in all conceivable ways. Through the myriads of steps in the downfall of the abstract into the solid, the Absolute separates itself into spirit and matter, and the connection and interplay of the two produces a plane for life to unfold. All dimensions, all levels, all subplanes. Then the universes are born and thrown into these planes. The consciousnesses are born, and life itself can now be experienced by them. At the first emergence of consciousness, they are in a certain sense still united with the manifestation of the Absolute, still one with that which we call God, and experience the fire of spirit as individualized sparks of light. Then they too manifest in the levels below them and incarnate on the lowest one, that of physical matter on earth. Note that we are talking about our cycle of existence when earth has materialized in the physical plane of our universe, and we will focus on the individualized consciousness that manifests in human form. Although the way spirit manifests in all kinds of individualized beings is the same, we will hereby speak in terms of human experience. In the beginning, then, we have the manifestation of the universe, 
the plane for life to unfold. And we have the sparks of consciousnesses, still connected with the fire of spirit as sparks of light themselves. This level of oneness and the part of our individualized consciousness is what we call our spirit, or the monad. The monad then incarnates. This does not mean that it moves itself from the unity with spirit. It merely means that the monad expands its reach downwards into the levels of manifestation, the different dimensions to reach the physical earth. Imagine a pillar of light beginning at abstract spirit, the plane or state of being conscious while immersed in oneness and extending into physical matter, passing through all the increasingly dense dimensions to connect with the lowest one, that which we find ourselves in at the present moment. That pillar is always there, connecting all expressions of the monad's life throughout all dimensions. The monad lives then, in all of them, but the experience of each level is different. The lower our consciousness comes, the more restricted it becomes. We are no longer only conscious of our connection with spirit and the all, but experience separateness as well, increasingly as we move towards the earth. It is important to understand that for our consciousness to exist in any dimension, it needs a body to contain it, a vessel made of the material from the corresponding dimension. The lower we go, the densest our bodies become. It is like adding one more layer of clothes. In the beginning, we have a thin layer, and then thicker and thicker layers, until we reach the earth and add our biological body. All these bodies or clothes The experience of our consciousness through them makes us feel more and more separated from others around us. The oneness experienced at the level of the monad seems more distant as we incarnate further into matter and our human bodies. And, at the human level on Earth, our consciousness has so many layers upon it that make it the least easy for us to remember our true nature. We feel separated from spirit and separated from people around us. It is our path then to develop as much as we can our bodies, the layers around us, to make them as suitable as possible for us to experience that connectedness again while in the flesh. And that is our personality. Our personality is comprised of what we can distinguish in three different aspects, the physical, the emotional, and the mental. The way we experience these aspects, the way we function in the world through them, reflects their state and the quality of the material they are built of. The three are interconnected within us, and they do reflect on one another. Our emotional and mental nature will affect the body, and the body 
the ways our physical organs work and the issues they carry with them, the DNA we inherited from our parents, are all interconnected and reflecting one another. Their interrelation can be understood by studying the chakras, the energy centers within us responsible for certain physical, emotional, and mental functions. Our starting point in each lifetime or incarnation is chosen by our souls. Our bodies and the material that shape our physical, emotional, and mental aspects are chosen by the soul according to the restrictions of karma set by the soul's previous incarnation. But through our lives in the physical world, it is up to us, the incarnated individuals, to work with all aspects of ours and develop them to accommodate our spiritual aspects. The more we develop in each lifetime, the more refined will be the bodies of our starting point on the next lifetime. As a personality, we talk about the physical, emotional, and mental aspects. In the course of our development, our consciousness lies primarily in the physical body. We struggle to survive and satisfy our needs. We then function through our emotions, swayed away by the waves of desires or any feelings that may arise within us. Then we come in contact with the mind, that aspect of it that relates only to the physical appearances of things. Until we reach a point in our personal evolution where the higher aspects of mind are activated and accessed, we are more like beasts that function through egotistic desires that cloud whatever thought processes we may have and act on our personal interests alone. But there comes a point when the higher aspects of mind are reached. We can then develop the capacity for awareness, for self-reflection. This is when we can consciously work with ourselves, when we have the capacity to turn within and become mindful of our emotions, our thoughts and the ways they affect our behavior and our lives. Only by acknowledging them and accepting them do we create the appropriate conditions for us to consciously transmute our issues, clean the waters of emotions and calm the currents of thoughts within us. Through this self-reflection and subsequent work we carry out with ourselves, we can come in contact with glimpses of our spiritual nature, that which is within us. We expand more on this on our episode on meditation and awareness and the episodes on the chakras, but in a few words, our capacity for awareness is a skill that can be developed and with kindliness and acceptance, we can gradually discover the beliefs and behavior that were shaped by our experience, and that, if remained unexamined, may continue to subconsciously dictate our life. We can then understand ourselves 
and work with our issues to develop our consciousness and with it our chakras. Then, with one eye on spirit and the continuous self-development efforts, our three lower aspects are developed until they are sufficiently refined to work in harmony with each other and integrate into the personality as an appropriate vessel for the conscious contact with the soul. The soul is the intermediary aspect between the monad, which is the manifestation of spirit, a sort of logos itself, and the personality, the densest individualization of our consciousness in our incarnation in the physical plane. The soul, as an intermediary, lies outside both of these extremes. It is neither the personality, which comes and goes with each incarnation, like the ebb and flow, nor yet immersed in the spiritual oneness of the monad, but an individualized aspect of our consciousness that itself develops and carries out its functions. The soul is to the monad what the personality is to the soul. Until that time comes in our evolution and that of our universe, where the personality merges with the soul to therefore carry out the soul's work in the planes higher than ours, and the soul can thereafter reconnect and immerse itself back in the monad. Let us now sum up. When the absolute beingness manifests itself, it creates a plane for life to unfold, with spirit at its one end and the physical matter at the other. In the process of creation, there comes a stage where myriads of consciousnesses are sparked from the fire of spirit. Each one is called a monad, an individualized part of spirit, our spirit. But as the absolute penis manifests, so do the monads expand themselves into the different dimensions of being. The monad's manifestation then is the soul, and the soul will continue its manifestation in the lower dimensions, creating thus what we call the personality. The personality is comprised of the physical, emotional, and mental aspects. It is these aspects that we transmute through our many incarnations until they become developed enough to accommodate a conscious contact with the soul and someday manage to embody it in all its glory, as certain masters have achieved throughout the history of humanity. And our transmutation of the self, the personality, begins in the now, with every new breath, and we work on ourselves by first working on our skill for awareness, the capacity for observation, and thereby by taking care of what we find. Enfold yourselves with kindliness and acceptance along your path, and be honest with yourselves, for all that we find within us, and subsequently understand, will be one more step on our path 
to the development of our personality, the vessel for the soul to express itself in the physical world. So, now, focus on the present moment, this precious moment. With your next inhalation and every new breath, bring your consciousness to your experience in the now, to what you find within you and all around you. Enfold yourselves with kindliness and acceptance, reassuring that whatever you find is okay. Envision for a few minutes all three aspects of your personality, the physical body, the emotional nature, and the mental aspect. including your awareness, that which we call the soul, and observe any sensations, any change in your experience as you envision your soul. Visualize now your monad. Contemplate on such state of oneness with spirit and the universe. Remember that we are always connected with our soul, with the monad and with spirit. This is our true nature, a pillar of light expanding in all dimensions. Take a deep breath and slowly bring your awareness back to the breath, the physical body and the room around you, holding in your awareness that state which is our true essence, infinite bliss that is always within and all around us. Thank you very much for listening to the House of Lotus podcast. If you have enjoyed the episode, please consider supporting the show by following, sharing it with like-minded people, or becoming a patron to enjoy special rewards and extra content. You can find more about us on our website, thehouseoflotus.eu. Thank you and enjoy your present. Uh-huh.